You're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy, a podcast on how to be more efficient and effective in in everyday everyday life. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode three. This is Jeff and Amy, and episode three is all about travel. Today, we're going to talk about eight tips for traveling. That's one of the things we do a fair amount of is travel. We've always had this sort of philosophy where we want to spend our money on memories, right? Yeah, it's true. Not, Stuff only lasts so long, but memories last forever. That's right. And we've had some wonderful trips in the past, and we're going to have some more in the future. And in the land of ice and snow, we're looking forward to our next vacation. So oh, we... man. Oh, you, you guys don't even know how bad. Well, I mean, you do if you're from St. John, New Brunswick, but if you're not, it's been pretty bad. It's been really icy. There are like giant, giant ruts of ice outside right now that is making walking on the sidewalk pretty much impossible. Yeah, we've got snow and then we got rain on top of the snow. We've got flooding all over our city. It's People's crazy. basements are flooding, roofs are leaking. And that's why we want to go away. We that's do. why we go away. So enough about the ice talk and yes. on to some travel tips. Travel tips. So there's a ton of travel tips. If you go online, you can find a I guess the traditional travel tips. But we're going to talk about today some things that we do ourselves so we know that they work and they're really just things that we came up with along the way. Um, a few years ago, we actually traveled to Europe and we did more of a, a backpacking trip. Yes. And, uh, so a little bit different than packing your suitcases. You, you know, with backpacks, you got everything jammed into one backpack. And a friend of ours had recommended really large Ziploc bags to sort of carp- compartmentalize our clothing. Yes. And that t- turned out to be quite a very good decision. It was. And so what we did, if you ever buy sheets or... Oh, not the sheets again. I'm just joking. (laughs) If you heard episode one, you'll know what we're talking about. (laughs) Yes. No, not the, not, not, so. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, I screwed up your flow. It's all good. It's all good. So when you buy sheets, they come in a zip up plastic bag. If you've ever bought sheets, you'll know what I mean. It's really nice packaging. See-through. Yeah. Sometimes you get packaging that's so nice. You're like, I don't want to throw this out. And that's the way I feel about the little bags that you get your duvets in, your comforters in, your sheets in. It's always so. one of those things where you're like, oh, we can really find a good, a great use for this sometime. Right. But you don't know what it is right away. But now, our fine listeners, you know what to do with those bags. Well, that's true. And Marie Kondo's like in the corner of the room saying, don't save the bags, don't save the bags. <laughs> but if they spark joy because they make your trip go that much more smooth... That's right. So they, the bags can spark joy. So the great thing about these bags and what we do is sometimes we'll pack only one suitcase for the three of us. So Jeff and I and then our son Hux. Uh, but what we do is we use one of these bags for each of us. So you can take one of these large bags and yep. it's almost like a vacuum sealing. Like you can really put a lot of clothing into those little bags. Mm. Same way you would do if you're vacuum sealing things that you put into the freezer or whatever. Um, other things that are great about those bags is that we, we'll usually designate one for sunscreen or things yes. that might leak. Or like dirty clothes. Yeah, right? dirty clothes. So if you have something that might leak, at least it's you know somewhat contained within that. And also it puts it all together. So when you're packing your beach bag, when you get to, if you're going to a sunny destination, for instance, you can just grab the, the little compartmentalized zip-up plastic bag with your sunscreens, your bug spray, whatever. Throw it into your beach bag. It's already done. It's already done. It's it's like a complete package, basically. So what else is good about this uh, this 
I guess, way of packing is it's, Jeff mentioned their see-through. So when, if you happen to get your bag checked during customs, mm-hmm. it's uh, really easy for them to check your bags. They don't have to pull everything apart. They can pull out those little cubes and have a look. Uh, so that that's a great thing. If you're traveling that's someplace uh, tropical, like we went to Nicaragua last year. So and uh, I remember one of our friends when we were down there said, oh, just a tip. Don't leave your bags on the floor. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why? And she said, well, you know, spiders and scorpions. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> oh, all, I know the, all, the, all the things that nightmares are made of. But what's great about having your, your clothes sort of compartmentalized in these bags is they're all nice and tightly zipped up. So it keeps everything sort of. It contained. is super efficient, really. It is because you can use, you can, you can utilize those bags in whichever way that makes sense for that trip that you're on. Right. You know, and, it makes sense. And if you do have anything that spills or anything, they're really easy to wipe out and reuse. So, uh, and I just store them inside the suitcase themselves. So when yeah. we're in between trips, we just keep them stored. Another out. interesting thing too is like if you're like if you're like traveling. And you've got a backpack and you got those little, those uh, see-through bags, is you can like, okay, this bag has just socks in it. And you don't have to rummage to the bottom of your bag to find a pair of socks that aren't in a bag or anything like that. There's like, there's a bag for socks, there's a bag for, you know, t-shirts, pants, whatever, right? See, you're coming around in my way of thinking. Well, geez, man, I've been coached pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> the type A is strong in this family. <laughs> so... I think I've sold you on, hopefully, on the plastic zip-up bags. They're, they're, they are great. They are great. And they're just, it's easy to find things. And when we get to our destination, I can kind of just pull it out of the suitcase and give one to Hux. And he has his clothes and it works mm-hmm. out well. So yep. that's tip number one. And uh, yeah, I strongly recommend it. Tip number two is to have a great first aid kit. Oh, that's super important. You just never know when that's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's probably a no-brainer. But one thing that I like to do is actually use uh, a real first aid kit. So we have like a hard plastic first aid kit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just keeps everything contained. It's also, again, great when you're... I'm always thinking about airport security, customs. So when they open it up and they see everything's contained within the first aid kit, it just lets them... It gives them some context. So you can have your scissors in there. You can have prescription medications or or whatever. Um, You know, things you might have to... Some things you carry in your carry-on, but other things you might have in your first aid kit. So some of the things that we make sure that we always have in our first aid kit, uh, I mean, everybody has Band-Aids. Again, if you're traveling down south, you're probably uh, familiar with, uh, you know, having anti-diarrhea medication, something, uh, you know, anti-nausea. We always carry Benadryl uh, because we have a five-year-old. We make sure we have uh, children's uh, Benadryl and also something for adults. And if you don't want to double pack, you know, you can just double up or triple up on the dose of the children's. Yeah, no, it, it, that uh, stuff always comes in handy when you want the well, swelling to go down well, or right. from a well, bug we, bite or something. Like bugs are everywhere. Hucks got like a, I think it was a, probably a spider bite when we were. Well, that's away. right. Yeah, when we were in Nicaragua. So it's, uh, you know, it was. It's great to sort of just, you know, deal with that type of that swelling. And um, I mentioned uh, band aids, polysporin. <laughs> We always like to have scissors in there. Uh, scissors are handy for a lot of different things, but they're definitely good to have in your first aid kit. Uh, Painkillers and uh, solar cane. So if you get a sunburn. Yeah. So those are some of the key things that we always put in Band-Aids. There. Yes. Band-Aids, Band-Aids are super important. Yeah. I think I, yes. You're guaranteed to pretty much use at least one or two Band-Aids on every trip. When you have a five-year-old, you use at least oh, yeah. 600 Band-Aids. Yeah, yeah. 
and and even and you they know better have good characters on them because exactly otherwise, they're, not cut otherwise them. they're just he's not going to put them on. <laughs> the thing is, is that like you know they he he uses band aids even when he doesn't even need them because it makes him feel better, right? Yes. kids are like that. So anyway, so it's good carry, to have band aids. So tip number three, another thing to do with kids. Mm-hmm. So you may not have kids, but we'll we'll you know skip this tip if you don't have kids. But if you have kids. Uh, meal replacement shakes. Now, I'm not talking about crazy protein shakes and things you might use if you're trying to build muscle and that sort of thing. I'm just talking about regular uh, sort of Ensure type of uh, shakes that you can get at Walmart. When we went down south, uh, our, when our son was two, I was worried about him not being able to find food that he liked. Sometimes you go to places and they have spicy food or just food do- doesn't agree with their, you know, their stomachs. So you also may not want to get up out of bed first thing in the morning and walk to get to a restaurant or to a buffet or something like that so it's nice to have something in the room that's right so what we did is we actually bought just a a good package of uh, the meal replacement shakes that were in cans they didn't need to be refrigerated Uh, they were self-contained so we didn't need to have worry about glasses in our room or anything like that so it was it was a quick thing first thing in the morning to give your your kid some nutrition Make sure that they had at least something in their stomachs, yeah. you know, or something else. And he got used to them pretty fast. He did. I mean, they're like a milkshake, right? Yeah. So we didn't really have any issues with them coming through security. You know, we had them openly packaged and they knew what we had. So Yeah, they uh, were pretty cool with it all. Yeah. For I think sure. That, to, to us, that was one of the, if you're traveling with a young child particularly, I think that that's a really great thing to invest in. You know, in. that's a really good thing to have as well if, if your child is actually gets sick. And then needs that all that nutrition after they're trying to get better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. So, like for hydration. Yeah, for hydration and stuff and whatnot. So yeah, no, those are all great ideas. You notice I'm not really uh, disagreeing with you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Argue with me a <laughs> little bit. Time. Tell me how those shakes are. No, I, I, I am, I'm totally on board. I think it's a great idea. Um, it makes sense, and you know, and we have tested it. And it works. Yes. So it may work for you too. So, our loyal listener. <laughs> Number four, passports. Passports. So, we all know we got to keep our passports safe when we're traveling, and everybody looks for the in room safe and you stash your passports away in there. My tip is to when you get your new passport, just take a picture of it with your phone. So, you have a picture of it on your phone. Keep your phones locked. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that's a no-brainer, but keep your phones locked so that information and uh, pictures and everything stays secure. But email a picture t- to your email account that, like, say if you have a Hotmail or Gmail, some sort of email account that can be basically easily accessed by your email browser. Yeah. You just email it to yourself. And the reason I say that is if you lose your phone and you say you're overseas and you get into a bind and you're at the, uh, you know, an, an embassy, a Canadian embassy uh, in a foreign country, mm-hmm. you basically just need internet access or internet access anywhere if you happen to lose your passport. To prove who you are. Right. So you can go in and at least go into your email, stash it away in one of your folders, and you can pull up an image of your passport, you know, take passport pictures for all of your family. And that way you'll have all your information from your passport and that make it make things a lot easier. Another really great thing that we do when we're traveling is, and it's mostly my incompetence, but Amy is the one who takes care of all of the passports. She has like a fanny pack and she fills the fanny pack with all the passports. Yes, a fanny and so pack. they're just there. They're there and 
And as soon as I need to show mine, I give it right back to her and she puts it right back into the fanny pack. And it works really well because there's no like, oh, where's my passport? Oh, like I lost it. It's always in the fanny pack. Yeah, I have to say that that's, I'm, I take OCD to another level when it comes to passports. Well, you know what though? It, on your passport. I get stressed actually uh, traveling, like, you know, going through security and customs and all that it stresses me out for some reason. I have nothing to hide, but anyways, it's just like, so all these little little things, like you know, you being in control of the passports and all that, it's it's helpful for me, anyways. You know, like, um, you know, the the heat's off. <laughs> the heat's off. We were at, just as a, on a side note, we were in going through security, and before we go through security, I I always threaten our five year old to within an inch of his life. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Not yeah. to say anything once we go through security. Yeah. I, you know, you never know if you have kids, you don't know what's going to come out of their mouth. So. There's always, you know, a little bit of like, be quiet, don't say anything. Yeah. And I remember we were standing in security at an airport, and he was like, "Mom, mom," and I, I you know, I'm talking to the, to the, the, the uh, I guess the customs, customs agent, at the country we were going into, and, and he, you know, he kept tugging on my shirt and trying to get my attention, and finally I looked down, and he's like, "There's a big spider." Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. A spider that. the size of my hand on the floor of the airport. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, okay, and that was good enough reason to yeah, distract. And I and gave him a pretty good hug after that one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for telling me about the giant spider that was about to eat me whole. But now say nothing else as we go through security. Yeah. He's pretty good, though. Like, he's, he. I mean, he's still learning what it, you know, the ins and outs of traveling. But, like, you know, he's he's pretty good. I Actually, he was, I remember he, he had, like, a really hard time in Nicaragua because he wasn't getting enough sleep, which is really tricky to do, actually. I, we found, anyways, with children. Is like to get them the proper amount of sleep so that they're ready to go for the day is nearly impossible. So you just have to deal with it, basically, you know, and we did. Taking that opportunity to have a little sip of an Aperol Spritz. Oh, uh, yes, the Aperol Spritz. If you have not yet discovered this drink, it, yeah. it's a delicious drink. We are, we are now influencers. Aperol. We're influencers <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> we get paid $2,000 for every person that buys a bottle of this. <laughs> No, it's a really good drink. It is a really Google good it. drink. Aperol spritz. I didn't like it right away, though. R-O-L. Yeah, it grows on you. It actually mm. has rhubarb. Oh, there you like, go. That's probably why I don't like it. And, yeah. I don't really like anything too, too sour. Like, I don't like grapefruit. I don't like rhubarb. I don't know. It's just my thing. Yeah. Or good. not my thing. So, like it or don't like it. Yeah. But try it out. Let's go back on the... Decide for yourself. Okay. Traveling. Yeah. Let's go back. Okay, so... We're probably going to do another episode, I think, that's, fo- that's really focused just on kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a, I mean, it's, you know, excluding some of our audience, but at the same time, who knows? You might have kids someday if you don't have them now. Yeah. And, and you'll know that this will be in your head. It's a unique uh, traveling experience. That's right. right. Kids. <laughs> All right. So that brings us to tip number five, which is. Just to make a quick itinerary and send it to somebody, uh, I would suggest yeah. everybody has to list a security, uh, like it's an emergency contact that they have in their passport. That's probably the person you should be sending your itinerary to if you have a few key family members. Don't post it on Facebook and social media and let everybody know you're going to be out of your house for a week so they can come rob you. Uh, but, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but send it off to somebody close to you so that they know, so they know what flights you're coming in on. If there, if there's anything that happens and you, you know you lose touch with them, at least they have something to go by. They know what property you're staying at. 
which hotels you're at and, and a little bit just a rough it doesn't have to be detailed you know just get well it's nice to be off the grid but at the same time as in in another country and stuff but you, you really do have to have to let people kind of know where you're at you know so that you, so if something ever did happen because things do happen you know like and it only, people it really, get kidnapped i'm not i'm not trying to jump to conclusions here but this is this happens at certain spots it does you know? it does i mean that's why we we didn't go to Mexico this year. Oh yes. If you're gonna watch, if you're planning to travel to Mexico, don't watch Narcos Mexico. Yes. There's and, my. That's my key traveling. Yeah. <laughs> and we did mention Nicaragua earlier. We were there a while back, and we wouldn't recommend going there now. No, we got there. Um, uh, we but, were there just prior to like, civil unrest breaking out. So I will go on record though to say it's one of the most beautiful, kindest. Uh, just extraordinary places that I think I've ever been. It was it was really 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 great trip. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was awesome. Anyway, so while you're sending your emergency contact the itinerary, good idea to also send them the copy uh, the pictures of your passports too. So oh, yeah. again, if you go missing, they have a photo of you to reference. They have all the information that they need if they're dealing with the uh, Canadian embassy uh, in the country that you're uh, that you're at. So um, yeah, just you know one quick email and they have the information. One recommendation I always say, just in general email safety. Don't put passport in your subject line oh, or itinerary. No. You know, just yeah. you know, send it off to them as generic. Put it, put an attachment in. Let them yeah. know it's coming, and then they'll have the information. Uh, not a good idea to, you know, yeah, you, you don't broadcast need, what you have. In your yeah, email. you don't need to do a billboard of how to how to take your identity. <laughs> so number six this is a quick one if you have an alarm system in your house make sure you let your alarm system your alarm company know you're going to be out of the country yes and, yes uh, we do that and it's provide it's your important. emergency contact isn't the alternate contact so when they have to call somebody they're not calling a phone that's not going to be answered because you're down at the beach somewhere i have a question do you have to let your credit card company know that you're leaving? yes that's that's a good oh. point we do that too Okay. Well, when I say we, I, I you, do that like too. I just go on the trip. <laughs> so when, if you're going to be making transactions overseas, if you do, uh, if you're not a frequent traveler, and then all of a sudden there's transactions happening. Yeah, like in a lot of banks will shut you down. They'll for your own protection. They'll see. And then it's probably a pain activity. in the butt to like get all going again. You know. That's right. So just a quick phone call. Mm-hmm. Let them know where you're going. You can do it way ahead of time. They make a note on your file and mm-hmm. just note the time frame you're going to be out of the country. And then there yeah, you go. That's, that's a really good point. Makes sense. So bonus tip. Bonus tip. There you go. <laughs> make sure your bank knows. Uh, so bank and alarm company. Uh, number seven, make a list. I know this sounds pretty rudimentary, but what I do is I have an ongoing list. I just put a list in the notes section on my cell phone. Uh, and what I do is I have a list that's, I have a list that's a general travel list. I have one for when we're traveling to a tropical place. I have, you know, for traveling to an urban environment, we're going to a cottage. And what I, what I do is the, as soon as I get back from a trip, I update the list. So oftentimes if we're on what the plane. What worked, what yeah, didn't work. Exactly. So yeah. if we're traveling back on the plane, you have a little bit of extra time. It's a great time to just update that list and say, hey, what did I bring that I didn't use? Yes, that and makes sense. Versus, you so know, you can or make... what did I wish I had? Yeah. So you just update it then. And then the next time you go to travel, you have an updated list. Yeah. And it's just, you know, save it to you the You can streamline section. that list to work for all particular trips, right? You know? yeah, exactly. Well, because nobody wants to, you don't want to travel with more than yeah. what you need. And plus, when you're on your way out the door and you're like ready to go get on the plane, you can just quickly just scan that list and make sure you haven't forgotten something as well, right? You know, like you can just kind of, 
You know, well, that's just, right. I actually have a section of our list that. So I have a list. Of, of course, what you we, have a section of our list. <laughs> I have a list of what we pack, but then I also have a just a short section of what do you do before you leave the house? Yeah. Empty the compost. Make sure that the Turn heat's the turned lights. down. Yeah. If you have your heat on pro, uh, you know, programmable thermostat, you might want to adjust that. Yeah. Uh, make sure the doors are locked. Save some money. Yeah. If you want to leave one light on, you know, make sure the curtains are closed. So I have a, a little to-do list that I just, again, save in my phone so I don't have to repeat it every time. And one thing you never want to do is be like halfway to the airport or even on the plane and then think, oh, did I lock the door? No, no, you definitely. No, definitely, we never let that happen. That. That's never happened. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Yeah, that is a nightmare. And, okay, number eight. I think that this is a probably a really important one and one that I just saw on a travel blog recently that I never really thought about but it's so important. Have you shared it with me? Do I know it? I don't know. You oh, know. Well. So when you go to a country, yeah. particularly uh, I mean if you're traveling within Canada or the US, 911 is pretty basic but other countries don't necessarily have the same emergency phone number that we do. So it's a good idea to do a quick Google search. Find out what the emergency number is mm-hmm. so that if you do run into a situation while you're away, you can have that emergency number saved in your phone. So save the emergency number in your phone and also the address for your local embassy or consulate in that country. Yeah. So if for some reason you need, you know, if something happens, something, uh, you know, there can be anything. Protests yeah. can happen. Who, you know, in today's day and age, you never know. It and concerning phones emergency. too, like, and concerning phones, like for God's sake, turn off your roaming. Because if you don't, I, we, have, we haven't actually made this mistake, but my goodness, like I, I've heard horror stories of people coming home from trips and all of, all of a sudden they get like this, you know, $2,000, you know, bill and it's, it's insane. Yeah. So if, if you remember nothing else. Yeah. Turn Just off, turn off your roaming. Turn off that yeah. roaming. And this is, I, so this week I was Googling travel advisories. Mm-hmm. And for Jamaica, because we're going to Jamaica soon. And one of the things that I read that on the Canadian government website that I had no idea. So I'm, I'm going to read this to you, listeners, in case this is helpful. If you are ever arrested or detained in another country, I oh, did not yes. notice. So this is interesting. You should clearly inform the arresting authorities that you want them to immediately notify the nearest Canadian government office abroad of your arrest. So you have to tell them to notify the nearest Canadian government office. So there are countries that are part of the Vienna Convention on Consular Relations and they are obliged to advise you um, that they have, uh, that they're mandated to do that. But not all countries are part of that. Not all countries are required to do that unless you specifically ask them to do it. So if you're overseas or just outside of Canada and you are arrested, you need to specifically request that they notify. That's interesting because a lot of people probably wouldn't know that and then they'd be stuck in a jail someplace in Mexico and not having any representation. Although I think that even, you know, anybody would say like, look, I need to talk to somebody from my country so that I can figure this out, you know? You would think that, but I mean, just knowing that you have to expressly ask that Mm. at the outset and get the consulate involved. Mm-hmm. Well, they, a huge benefit. And they want to know if you're in trouble in another country so that they can, you know, step in and possibly help. So Sometimes there's no help. But. Hopefully nobody will ever run into that situation. But, I, yeah. you know, you, you never know. Sometimes people are just oblivious to the laws in another country. That's there exactly it. There could be a misunderstanding. Yeah. 
uh, nothing you know results from it, but there can be an arrest that happens. So I just thought I'd share that little extra. Oh, that's interesting. Bit. Thanks for sharing that. And so our next episode, we talked a little bit about Marie Kondo, and uh, we are going to do some more episodes that sort of dive into the process of, uh, well, they call it uh, KonMari is her method. Right. Kondo is just, a, I guess, a play on her name. And we're going to talk about specifically clothing. So oh, yeah. yeah. So okay. I, way back when we went through the clothing process, so we'll go through that in a little bit more detail in the upcoming episode and, and walk you through it and what worked for us, what didn't, and hopefully give you some few tips if you want to. Fantastic. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And if you're going on a trip soon, take some of these tips and, you know, remember them and put them to some use and you may just find that your trip is a little more smooth because there's always one person on the trip who has everything figured out who has the right kind of uh, first aid kit that can take care of everything and everybody is very thankful that that person is there and it could be you (laughs) that was a nice preamble anyways we'll see you next we'll see you next episode everybody thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. And be sure to visit us at InfoQuench.com to subscribe and find out about future episodes. You can also check out InfoQuench on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Till next time, friends. friends.